Hello friend, good day to you wherever you're listening to me from and welcome to today's episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. I trust you have been doing great and I also trust that your study of the Bible has been going on well. I welcome you warmly once again to this episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. I still will be considering a wonderful topic and it's based on the story from 1 Samuel chapter 25, the story of David and Nabal. And the title of this podcast is called The Nabal Syndrome. What's that about? Well, let's get into the rest of the podcast and look explicitly at what the Nabal Syndrome is all about. And as we consider today's podcast, I want you to examine your life thoroughly. If in any way, any spot of this Nabal Syndrome can be found in your life. And if that is the case, you must repent and turn away from it fast. But before we get into the rest of today's podcast, let's say a word of prayer to commit our hearts into the hands of the Lord. Father, we thank you because your word is yea and it's amen. We thank you for the life that comes from your word and because of the transformation that will happen in our lives by the entrance of your word. We pray that your word, O oh God, will cause a life transforming change in our lives and that we will continue to grow and increase in the knowledge of your word thank you father in jesus name amen like i said earlier today's podcast is called the nabal syndrome and it's based on the story of david and nabal found in the book of first samuel chapter 25 if you know nothing about this story it would be good if you take a pause here to quickly read the book of 1 Samuel chapter 25 and just get a quick brief of what happened between David and Nabal. And if you've done that, I'll read the key verse for today, which is just a snippet from 1 Samuel chapter 25 and where we can get the details of the Nabal syndrome. 1 Samuel chapter 25 from verse 14 to 17. I'll read from here. One of the servants told Abigail, Nabal's wife, David sends messengers from the wilderness to give our master greetings, but he hurled insults at them. Yet, these men were very good to us. They did not ill-treat us, and the whole time we were out in the fields near them, nothing was missing. Night and day, they were a wall around us the whole time. We were heading our ship near them. Verse 17 Now think it over and see what you can do, because disaster is hanging over our master and his whole household. He is such a wicked man that no one can talk to him. Let's take that again from verse 14 to 17 in 1 Samuel chapter 25. I read One of the servants told Abigail, Nabal's wife, David sent messengers from the wilderness to give our master his greetings, but he hurled insults at them. Yet these men were very good to us. They did not ill-treat us, and the whole time we were out in the fields near them, nothing was missing. Night and day, they were all around us the whole time. We were heading our ship near them. Verse 17. Now think it over. And see what you can do 
because disaster is hanging over our master and his whole household. He is such a wicked man that no one can talk to him. The Nibal syndrome is explained plainly in the last few words of verse 17. He is such a wicked man that no one can talk to him. In these words, the servant that was talking to Abigail was referring to Nibal, her husband, and talking about his character which was known to all of them, that he was such a wicked man that no one can talk to him. From this, we can glean that the Nibal syndrome is a condition where you are so sucked up into your own world or your own achievements that no one can talk to you or tell you the truth directly especially when you are wrong yes that's the neighbor syndrome a syndrome where you are so sucked up into your world into your achievements where you feel you are the know-it-all and nobody can approach you to tell you the truth or even when they do you just won't listen yes that's it the chapters leading up to first samuel chapter 25 showed us how david was in a trying moment in his life he was under the hot pursuit of Saul who was the king of Israel because Saul knew that David was a potential king of Israel and he had the heart of the people so Saul made it his life mission to abandon all his kingly duties and to chase after David wherever he went just so that he could kill him and eliminate the potential threat to his throne and he also knew that David had the promise of God that he would become the next king after Saul and Saul never wanted that because he wanted his own son, Jonathan, to become the heir to the throne after Saul was done being the king of Israel. And so Saul was chasing after David wherever he went, trying to kill him. But one way or the other, God kept saving David from the hands of Saul. And so Saul could not kill David. In the midst of all these trying moments, David had a time where he was near the shepherds of Nabal. A rich man who was a Kilabite and he took good care of them he and all the men who were joining with David at that time he took good care of them he made sure that nothing went wrong with them and then after a while when David was under the heat of Saul's pursuit he went somewhere that was near Nabal the man who he had met his shepherds previously and took good care of them and because David was in such a trying moment that he didn't have many materials to take care of himself and the people around him at that time he sent his people to Nabal and asked him if there was anything he could offer him and his people just so that they could take care of themselves eat and be fine for the rest of their journey considering the fact that david had offered an helping hand towards Nabal sometime before when he helped his shepherds but Nabal refused this thoroughly and he hurled insults at the people David sent to him and sent them away. On hearing this, David was extremely disappointed and he wanted to go out into battle to fight against Nabal, to kill him and every male in his household because he was extremely disappointed that someone who he showed good to was returning his good with evil. This is where the key verse that we read today came in. One of the servants of Nabal quickly rushed to Abigail, Nabal's wife, and told her everything that happened and asked her to quickly take a step on the matter. And one reason why the servants could not rush to meet Nabal the same way 
that he rushed to meet Abigail was because Nabal was such a wicked man as we read that no one could talk to him. Are you also in such shoes where you are in the Nabal syndrome and no one can talk to you? Even when people talk to you, you don't listen. Do you always have a feeling where you consider yourself always right? And you don't even stop to think about what people are saying to you. Do you ever become wise in your own eyes and you feel your wisdom is the ultimate? The Bible warns us carefully about this in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 7, which says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Yes, the Bible tells us not to be wise in our own eyes. Another version of the Bible puts this verse by saying, Do not be impressed by your own wisdom. Many times, while working with God and as we grow in life, we continue to grow in wisdom too. And sometimes, we get impressed by this wisdom so much so that we feel like every other person around us are fools. When we see people that are not getting it right, we feel like, oh, it's because they don't have the kind of wisdom that I had. If I was in that same situation, I'm sure I would pull through the situation and get through it. When we see people that are not getting it right in life, we are quick to condemn them and feel like, it's because they are not as wise as I am. The Bible tells us, do not be impressed by your wisdom. Do not be wise in your own eyes. For God is the only source of wisdom. No man comes to the world with wisdom. Wisdom is imparted to us by God. The Nabal syndrome can be identified or spotted in two ways. The first way is people who are so hostile and harsh that other people can never approach them because of fear. It was this class that Nabal was found in the Bible because 1 Samuel chapter 25 from verse 2 lets us know that Nabal was always very mean and harsh in his ways while his wife Abigail was very intelligent and warm, approachable, lovable. This is the difference that made for Abigail's living and Nabal's death because we find in 1 Samuel chapter 25 that although Abigail took a quick step on the matter and rushed to meet David and spoke so kindly to him that David turned back on his revenge mission to kill Nabal and all the males in his household. God himself took a disciplinary step against Nabal and he died a natural death some days later after this whole incident happened. He was so depressed and he was so downcast that at the end of the day he lost his life. What made the difference between Nabal, Abigail, and David? The three main characters in this story was because one person did not have a listening ear, while the other two had listening ears. He was a servant that told Abigail what was happening and told her to take a quick step on the matter, and Abigail listened. She didn't shun the servant. She didn't send the servant away. She didn't think the servant didn't know what he was talking about. She didn't think just because the words that were coming were from the mouth of a servant that they were absolutely wrong and she didn't need to pay any attention to them. She listened to it and when she found that the servant was right, she took a quick step on the matter. She approached David. She rushed. She gave him gifts. She spoke kindly to him. She told him to avoid unnecessary bloodshed and not to put a spot on his record that will always have to regret in the future. David thought through what Abigail had said. He didn't think it was coming from an ordinary woman who didn't know anything about war and strategy of fighting. Even though David was the one who killed Goliath earlier and the whole of Israel was celebrating him, 
he was an experienced war captain even at that he still listened to abigail he had a listening ear he was also warm and approachable just like abigail and that was what saved him from unnecessary bloodshed from an action that will have stained his record even when he became king of israel later so in a good number of circumstances a listening ear can be the difference between life and death the Nibal syndrome ultimately leads to the end of marriages, to the end of success, to the end of achievements, and sometimes to the end of a person's life. The second way which the Nibal syndrome can be spotted are people who are not necessarily hostile. They talk to people, but they never listen or take to correction. They never consider what people say. They always find a way to give explanations around the advice of other people. And let them know that they are wrong this is when people become always right it is when people become know it all that they never think any other person can be right we must be careful of this attitude whether it is being hostile and ash so that people cannot approach us or even being sucked up into our own wisdom that we think people's advice are always wrong and we never ever stop to think about it or consider it this attitude can lead to downfall the attitude of not having a listening ear or considering yourself as better than every other person is a dangerous one and can lead to downfall the bible lets us know in proverbs chapter 16 and verse 18 that pride goes before destruction and an haughty spirit before a fall at the very root of the neighbor syndrome we can find pride because Nabal considered himself better and greater than every other person. And this was the reason why nobody could even approach him. He felt he was the master of everybody else. And because he had such great achievements, he was a wealthy man. 1 Samuel chapter 25 and verse 2 shows us that Nabal had a thousand goods and three thousand sheep. This was very wealthy for the time we're talking about. He allowed all these achievements to get into his own head and he got proud and this was one of the moments where he began his downfall pride goes before destruction a haughty spirit before a fall to avoid the neighbor syndrome we must stay humble we must not allow our achievements and all the great things that we have done to get into our heads so much that we feel that we are better than everybody else we must not allow what we have done to influence who we are we must not allow what we have achieved to influence who we are. The Bible tells us in Luke chapter 12 verse 15 when Jesus was saying, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. What does this mean? Who you are is different from what you have, and you must always be careful to separate this line in your life. The fact that God has blessed you so much that God has increased you, that God is doing great things by you, doesn't mean that you are better than everybody else, doesn't mean that you are wiser than everybody else, doesn't mean you are bigger than everybody else, doesn't mean that God loves you more than everybody else, or it doesn't even mean that you have one special wisdom that nobody has and nobody will ever assess. It just means that God chose you, you are graced, and God wants to show his power through you. It's not all about you don't make things all about yourself or you might fall into the Nabal syndrome and get sucked up into your own wisdom that you think you are wiser than everybody else stay humble 
always remember that everything you have and you are are all given to you by the grace of the Lord. You are saved by grace. All your possessions and acquisitions are given to you by God's grace. You are only stewards of God's vast possessions. And we shouldn't allow anything that God does through us to get into our heads. Don't allow what you do to influence who you are. Don't allow yourself to get carried away by what God does through you. That you become so high and lofty and no one can approach you to talk to you. Because when you start off on this path, you are heading on a path that leads to destruction. Another thing that you can do to avoid the neighbor syndrome is to stay accountable. Being accountable means that you submit yourself to somebody. You submit yourself to other people. You listen to them when they talk. You share your ideas with them. You consider their ideas. You think about it. And you listen to them when you are wrong. For you to stay accountable, you must understand that no one has a monopoly of wisdom. The Bible recommends in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 5 that all Christians should be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. I read, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to the elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Again, we meet pride and humility. Pride being the genesis of the neighbor syndrome and humility being the genesis of God's lifting, God's gracing and further promotion in life. Peter in this episode started by recommending that younger people submit themselves to elder people in the body of Christ. But he went further to say that indeed it was not only about younger people submitting themselves to older people but everybody being submissive to one another because there is no point in your life that you will not need the help and the wisdom of other people to thrive no matter how wise and experienced you are it was a servant that god used to speak to abigail to tell her of the wrong that her husband had done imagine if she shunned the servant imagine if she did not listen to what the servant had said she would have put her life at risk and the life of other innocent males in the house of Nabal who didn't know anything about what Nabal had done. Once again, it was Abigail that God used to save David from having the guilt of blood shed on his hands. Imagine if David had considered that it was an ordinary woman talking to him and that she didn't have any experience or valuable advice to give him. He would have shed needless blood and would have been responsible for the death of Nabal. And that would have remained this record in the Bible, even to today, when we read it. But David acknowledged in 1 Samuel chapter 25 and verse 32 that God sent Abigail to him to restrain him from making the mistake and from taking actions in the heat of anger. So while people might have felt like Abigail was just speaking normal words, words that anyone could speak, behind the scenes, it was God speaking through Abigail to David to hold on and to allow him to fight for David. Some people who you think might be ordinary might be the people that God will send to you. And so you must stay accountable. You must understand that you are not the only person who has some form of wisdom in the world. You must be willing to learn from others. You must be willing to listen to what other people have to tell you. Understand that no one has a monopoly of wisdom. You are not an island of wisdom and knowledge. You are not the know-it-all. Only God is all-knowing. And lastly, in this episode, 
in order for us to avoid the neighbor syndrome this might seem like trivial advice but it is really important and what is it be warm and approachable relate with people well don't feel too big to relate with people who you think are not in your class and again this might feel trivial but you need to smile a lot be warm and approachable stop frowning everywhere you go some people are so sucked up into their problems into their work into their schedule into their daily lifestyle that they forget to be a blessing to people wherever they are by just a smile by just an atmosphere an ambience of joy a radiation of god's love they are always grumpy always cranky always frustrated wherever they go there are some parents that when they get to the house all their children don't want to be around them because they know that daddy or mommy will be so grumpy when she gets into the house she's going to spoil your joyous mood so just avoid her it's not good to be that person because when the time comes that god wants to send those people to you they will be afraid to come near you because they know you are always grumpy and sad who wants to be around a grumpy person being grumpy and being sad is cutting off all the links that god can reach you through is cutting off all the valuable wisdom that you can receive from people wherever you are relate with people well don't isolate yourself don't feel you are just in your own class and nobody matches up to you even people that you feel are lowly people that you feel they might not be useful to you it costs nothing to smile to greet them to be warm to them and continue with your daily business avoiding the number syndrome doesn't mean you have to be frolicking with everybody and you have to take unnecessary insults and you have to allow everybody in your life no it just means that you show God's joy to everyone everywhere you go it just means that you stay humble such that you consider yourself not bigger not greater not better than everyone it just means that you keep all the valuable links that wisdom can come through it just means that you are not sucked up into your own wisdom many marriages will have been saved if the people who were involved had listening ears had people who could talk to them who could sit them down to tell them that what they were doing was wrong amidst the many downfalls in the bible are people who were not ready to listen to everybody who thought they were the know-it-all who thought their wisdom was the ultimate think of it talk about pharaoh talk about samson talk about nabal which we have read about today talk about Herod. talk about anyone in the bible who had a sad and a tragic end even saul himself you will find that in one part of their story there was someone who had the truth that could save them but they were too afraid to approach them because those people those characters considered themselves high and mighty that no one could speak to them is there any trace and symptom of the neighbor syndrome in your life perhaps you think it's not even useful for you now but wait until god begins to lift you and promote you and find if this syndrome will begin to show its signs in your life you must be careful avoid the neighbor syndrome stay humble stay accountable and always be warm and approachable let god's love radiate through you everywhere you go and so this will be it on this episode of the unveiling the scriptures podcast i trust that you have been blessed from these few words and if you have been i encourage you to share it with your friends and your family and help them to avoid the neighbor syndrome i pray that god's blessings will rest upon you 
and all yours in all you do and wherever you go and that god will help us to stay humble to stay accountable to stay warm to stay loving to stay approachable and to help us to realize that all that he does through us is not because we are better than anyone but that he wants to display his power through us in jesus name amen look out for the next episode of your win the scriptures podcast which will come your way by this time next week and until then i hope that you do your best to keep studying your bible and to keep digging out treasures from the word of god a transformed life awaits you keep digging god bless you